0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi. And every river, lake, and field in between. Let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Alibaba! Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
0: ha aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors.
2: Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We are so happy you're with us early morning, in the early morning like this. Uh, your hosts today, of, as usual, are Danny Bush to my left, and I'm Tommy the True Newbauer. And, of course, when you call us at 799-1250, you'll get in touch with Jazz, and he will, you know, get you up on the board here And if you got any questions or comments. And just to let you know, we come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are on unrehearsed, so you never know quite what might happen on the show. But one thing that's going to happen first is, uh, Danny, That you heard about this. I'm sure that Wisconsin is going to have their first managed elk hunt in history. So what? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the common theme. I love it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: There's only so, 10 tags. Yeah, yeah,
2: and 5 of them go to Native Americans in the ceded territory. There's only 5 tags. One of them goes to the Rocky Elk and Mo- Rot- Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. There's only
1: 4 tags.
2: And then a couple of them go someplace else. There's there's one or two that are left over for okay, you people said, can apply. I got as much chance of
1: Meeting a Playboy bunny tonight as I do a getting an elk tag, for
2: God's sake. That's, uh, are you cares? have a better I, chance of winning the lottery than meeting I, a Playboy a I think you got a better chance of getting that elk tag than, than hey, that Playboy Hey, bunny. what are you saying there, <laughs> eh? Take off, you hoser. Knowing, knowing where you're going. Chicks dig me, eh? Yeah, knowing where you're going. Yeah, maybe uh, a 30 years ago. You I are think. leaving today, right? I used to right? have power. What? You are leaving today, right? No, is that, no, is right that I no. Right away, trying week? to
1: get rid of me. That's next week. That's
2: next week. Yeah, that's but next it's week I'm
1: old too. and forgetful. Oh, okay. Yeah, next week. Next uh, week. About, uh, I think I'll probably sneak out at about seven thirty, Tom. If that's okay. That's fine. Can handle the last half
2: hour here. Yeah, I think. And you can you run ha- this? I think I can handle huge it. operation.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think I can. Worldwide, yep. radio show streamed yep. all the way to Italy. Yep, mm-hmm. all Where over we've the place. Got mm-hmm. Servants of God yeah. listening to us. Sister uh,
2: Marianne, Itzel. Marianne yep. Etzel. Marianne mm-hmm. Etzel. And uh,
1: I wonder if we got any other
2: sisters around the world. I doubt it. <laughs> listening to us. Do you think they appreciate uh, the Playboy Bunny comments? Or? And then. Nah. Hey, and then uh, remember so people of yeah. God
1: have good senses of humor. I would. I,
2: God has a great sense of humor.
1: Oh, he look does! At, just yeah, look I'll at Tom. I'll tell you what. He made I was Tom. Just
2: gonna say. Look at me. Yeah, You <laughs> got a sense of humor. That son of a gun. He's, uh, Tom's been providing God chuckles <laughs> for
1: sixty-four years now. <laughs> Fifty-five years wow we're a couple Uh, old guys pretty soon we'll be a couple of 70 plus year old geezers sitting here i thought you guys were only like 40 yeah right tom will be running to the bathroom every 30 Uh seconds i'll
2: be we'll be wearing our depends i'll have a bag yeah right we'll have our like this they'll keep a bag of depends here
1: that's it yeah Maybe they'll uh, just put a <laughs> put like a uh, wheelchair right at the. They're gonna have to put some ramps and stuff. They gotta yep. make this old guy. It's, accessible. it's wheelchair.
2: It's wheelchair accessible. Yeah. It's it's accessible in. here. Yeah, it. it is. It is. They've yeah. got some. They've. It's, it's. I haven't noticed. It yeah. is. Yeah, the, I guess in the front there. Yeah, hey, even on the side here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So what's the old guy fishing report, Tom? Well, first I was gonna tell you that okay. uh, we got an email from uh, Dennis, one of our regular listeners, and he said, uh, "Good morning, guys." Uh, He he said, no. uh, He said that uh, last week Bushy mentioned that he heard some robins and whatever. So he sent us a few pictures of robins that are in his backyard. So, you know, they're there.
1: I I never really understood the fascination with robins, Tom. Yeah. As far as like they're there, they are our state bird. Right. Robin redbreast, right? If you ever look at most robins, their breasts are rather dull and dirty looking.
2: It's more of an orangey than a
1: red. It's and it's It's not even a good. Once in a while, you see a pretty robin with a big orange breast, but most of the time they're kind of a, kind of a just a dull. Not even a pretty looking bird. No. So there is a group of uh, high school students, I believe, up Mm -hmm. in uh, northern Wisconsin. And uh, they, this was in Wisconsin Outdoor News, I believe. It's where I saw it. They are pushing for ruffed grouse yeah, to become to our state grouse. bird. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I think that would be a better choice than, mm-hmm. than the boring robin.
2: Well, it doesn't really matter to me what the w- state bird is. I would say hawk. Yeah, eagle, hawk. Eagle or a hawk. Uh, Those are all actually, pretty
1: what am I cool. saying? It's not a. What not, am I saying? A,
0: I, I graduated from but that's Wendell a High bird School. Of
1: prey. Falcon.
2: There you go. Falcon.
1: falcon is the state bird. No way, no, right. not a lousy falcon.
2: I don't really care whoa, either whoa, way. Whoa, 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 um, The only reason I care is because we might did, have it on a on a, uh, a question one day. <laughs> is it on a stamp or something? Maybe at one time. Maybe it they'll was. put it on a stamp.
1: Is the robin? Now think, the, Rob. Is it because they're a songbird? What, maybe, what song maybe. does the robin make in the morning?
2: That's that could be a it, good Hornschwaggle it, uh, question. It, it,
1: well, I don't know the answer, so it, how can I hornswoggle if I yeah.
2: can't hornswoggle myself? Uh, I don't true, know what I'm true. talking you gotta about. Find, you got to yeah, find the answer. Uh, it makes a sound. Well, yeah. we know that. <laughs> it makes Tom. a sound. I, I just can't think of it. All. I, I, the one I know for sure is the the cardinal because they they nest around our house somewhere and. Uh, they, uh, I see them all the time in the summer, and they make it, a sp- real specific. As a kid,
1: I could always recognize the sound of the meadow lark yeah. as I was walking through a field. Yeah, yeah. I always knew that one. Yeah, nice memories going yeah. through a field and meadow larks out there, and hmm. yeah, I love the red winged blackbird though. That's my favorite. That should be our state bird. That's those can a-
2: be really mean. Yeah, yeah, but they can be really mean, those you know, guys. They're,
1: they, that's true. When I'd go for my yeah. jogs by the cattail marsh <laughs> by Pewaukee, mm-hmm. sometimes you'd see them getting nervous as you're coming, and then they'd kind of get he'd get on the to fly from one telephone post to another. And then when you got near the nest, that's mm-hmm. when they're nervous because Mama San is down with the nest down yeah, there yeah, in yeah. the cattails. Yeah. And sometimes they can kind of swoop around. Yeah. I did have one aggressive one kind of it would go to dive at the back of my head. As soon as I'd, you'd have to swivel your head as you're running. I'd turn around and catch him, he'd be duck yeah, coming down. Yeah. But they're just trying to protect the brood. That's why yeah. when I jog by them now, I look at him, I go, hey, Pa, how's the brood? <laughs> now, here I say is, that out so loud. I, I get, birds haven't oh, talked back I've yet. Got, I've got robin sounds for you. You yeah. got
2: the, what the robin sounds like? Yes. Okay, why so don't here, you play here's that? Here's what
1: the robin sounds like. You, see, you hear that squeak, that. That that loud one? I don't have my headset on. I can't hear well,
2: it. Well, what's going on here, Gosh. bushy? That loud,
1: sque- right there. It.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. okay, that was the most well, one boring time, sound I ever heard in my life. One time
2: going into um, just Saint, just showing it off. One time going into St. Luke's Hospital, there a blue jay must have been nesting in the tree there, and that blue jay was attacking everybody that walked by. <laughs> oh God! And blue jays can be really nasty. <clears throat> Well, can really they actually,
1: nasty. is it like Alfred Hitchcock's Tom, the birds, where they actually do make a, actually take a, I mean, they, they come down they close. They take a
2: poke at you, yeah.
1: Yeah, but do they actually connect? Sometimes. Have you seen someone bleeding from
2: a bird attack? I, not me personally, but I've seen a hat taken off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not mine, but somebody else had a hat where they the bird. tried doing something and, and it actually, their talon must have got caught in the hat, and the hat came off, so they They try to do something sometimes.
1: I was attacked at the Point Beach nuclear plant one time. It was like a scene out of the birds. I was going to fish off their pier. That's before 9-11, and now you can't Mm -hmm. even get close to that great fishing. But I was walking by the plant, and all these birds were up there, and they were a type of swallow. They Mm -hmm. were a type of the—normally, Martin swallows. You Mm -hmm. like those birds, right? Mm -hmm. Because they swoop around like bats. And they unbelievable. Martins eat a lot of bugs. And, and they make mosquitoes. unbelievable aerial yeah. maneuvers. It's yeah. just incredible right. to watch them, Right, one of God's creatures. And, uh, but they were co- dive-bombing me. And there <laughs> I got my arms full of fishing tackle yeah. and equipment, and they kept coming after me. I had yeah. to keep, they didn't quite take my hat off, but. and I don't know why. It only happened that one time. Yeah. Why yeah. would they attack me one day? Was it the color Color of the hat, the or color of my clothing hat, or, or did, you or know, something? did I Who smell knows? funny or something?
2: Yeah, you never know why they do those things.
1: Those Birds, you know, they always. I'm gonna Google that. Do you ever watch Alfred Hitchcock's uh, The Birds? Oh yeah, mm. that was. Year two, that. Year two, year
2: two, you're too, you're too, you just, yeah. you were just,
1: you I weren't I was a, born in you weren't even a gleam in your granddaddy's eye at yeah. that point. Oh, um, you were <laughs> yeah. just. A, so, but that's the one scene in Alfred Hitchcock's where they find the one dead body where the eyes are pecked out. No, oh, yeah, remember that part? <laughs> yeah. Isn't he like in a closet or yeah. up against the wall and whatever? Yeah, and then yeah. they play the music and uh, yeah, the birds. There's a good-looking blonde in that too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, Alfred, I heard old Hitchcock used to like her a lot.
2: Yeah, you he know what else he did her. in all his movies? There was always a cameo of him so- somewhere. He'd be. Like, uh, in all of his movies, he he might be, like, just a pedestrian walking down the street, and you'd have to watch really close where he was in all of his movies. He he was somewhere.
1: Well, Stephen and, King movies, uh, the author Stephen King, yeah. he makes cameo yeah. appearances oftentimes in, in the movies right. based on his book, too. Right,
2: yeah. So it's, yeah, you got to look for those. I mean, I, I never knew about that when they first came out, but years later, you found out, and then when you're watching a movie, you you're kind of like instead of paying attention to what's going on in the movie, you're you're looking in the background to see where's Alfred, where's where's Hitchcock walking, you know. But anyway, um, it's you know. What, what, oh, were you? Uh, oh, you were giving me a signal there. Yeah, I was. Yeah. T- I was telling you it's time to. Yeah, it's, it's time to pay the bills. It's Close, close to that yeah, time. It's close to that time to pay yeah. the bills. All righty, I I suppose we should then uh, do that. But uh, yes, I do have some fishing reports and even. Even not just spring, not just open water reports, but ice fishing reports. We'll have that and more There's here still on. Ice. Oh yeah, plenty. Oh,
1: geez. I'm gonna tell some bushy tales today. I'm All right. Go
2: into some fishing stories and. Good. Yeah. Good. It's All gonna right. be beer talk today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be right back, folks, with more on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies cutting edge outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan. <laughs> Yeah, you're on, Bushy. Yeah, uh, you're oh, right. Hey,
1: okay. okay. hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Got a working. He's playing right, with
2: his
1: headset. <laughs> oh, you want me to get it you, Bushy? You got it, Bushy? Ooh, no, damn it. You got it? I'm <laughs> open <You got> it. <laughs> All right. You got it? I'm with you. I- Welcome back. Bye. You're rocking with the Robins in the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. 799 1250 is the
2: number. Fishing and hunting's the game. Who do we have on the line?
1: Junior? Yeah,
2: we, uh, matter of fact, one of the callers wanted to know when uh, Smokey's Musky Bait and Tackle Shop opens, and they officially open the last Saturday in April. But the week before that, there's all there's we're gonna be out there, we getting are. stuff ready, and so we'll be open for business, but. Officially it'll be at Mistake on the Lake the last Saturday in April.
1: So there'll be there will be a couple of grumpy old men yeah, walking. Yeah, we'll around, be we'll be getting taking stuff in you and guys out. Yeah. Cleaning minnow yeah, tanks. Exactly. You're referring to yourself. Hanging yeah. hooks. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
2: Anyways okay, I got go. Neil on the line. Neil's calling from where I'm where I'm usually or where I reside, just down the street in Wauwatosa, Neil what's going on Nobody here on the Western reside. Hey, good morning. Hey, yes, oh thank you. Good morning, Neil. How you doing? Day. Yeah, hey! same to you. Same to you. So, was, from uh, what uh, I understand, you were the winner of the Boulder Junction contest with Dennis, our Boulder Junction connection. Yeah, I was the second winner. Second one. Okay. Oh. Did so you, did you have to like knock a few people down to get there first, <laughs> uh, or get only there one second? Person, but I didn't get there in time. Oh, uh,
1: okay. So you took second. What was the second place prize? A hat or uh, something? No, no. It was Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good second place.
0: And uh whole bunch of jig heads.
1: Yeah. Well that's great. Yeah, jig congratulations. Jig. That's good. You'll be up there oh, with okay. some great people up there in the Boulder Junction area.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, awesome, man. Was oh. the sports show pretty busy? I didn't make it this year.
0: Uh wasn't as busy as in years past. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: we had uh, we had talked to Dennis and he's He said that it had seemed slower, and the one thing I was commenting with him used to be you'd hear advertisements all over the place. I don't think I heard one radio advertisement for the Journal Sentinel Sports Show. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so. Well, congratulations. Yeah,
2: congratulations. Thank you. And You know, Uh, next year, when you take advantage of that this year, give us a call and let us know how it was.
0: Surprise! You've got more than
1: seven listeners. <laughs> well, eight
0: point five isn't yeah. bad. yeah well, actually, it was between ten and twelve. Oh, oh all, all right, right it's right. going up.
1: They were growing by leaps
2: and bounds. <laughs> it's exponential growth, yeah. not just linear. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling. All right. All Take right, care, man. Bye now. Bye. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, Dennis, uh, our Boulder Junction connection will be calling us later on in the show and telling us everything that went down over there. You know. That'll be interesting to see.
1: Yes, to hear. That'll be nice to see and hear, Tom. So. Yeah.
2: Oh, um, there is still ice on the lakes. Uh, people, a lot of guys are going north, ice fishing. But the lakes around here, actually, if you can get by the short, the bad shoreline ice, and it's going to get worse this weekend. But out on the main lakes, uh, there's, uh, from what I've been hearing from guys, there's like nine, ten, no, ten, eleven inches of ice. But it's just, you know, getting through that crappy stuff by the shore. Uh and um uh, and I guess Beaver Lake is still pumping out a lot of big I heard from another guy about the big bluegills out there. Beaver Lake. So and how far, about Fox
1: Lake? Isn't that good this time of year too? Uh
2: well it all depends on if you can get out there, you know, depending on what's along the shoreline, how eroded the shoreline ice is. But all the rivers, all the major rivers are guys are catching walleyes. Um uh, Down at the Rock River by Fort Atkinson, it's a zoo, a lot of people, a lot of short fish, you know, under 15 inches, but there are legal ones being caught. It's just that if you can get out during the week, that's a lot better. Weekends are nuts. So they're in boats out there. Oh, yeah.
1: There's no way in my advanced age that I will engage in that combat fishing. If I see a bunch of boats, no, I don't even
2: enjoy it.
1: Um, I like just getting off as far away as as I can and doing
2: my own thing. Yep. And uh, the, the, what do you call it, the, the Wisconsin River over by the Dells, by River's Edge Resort over there. They're, uh, again, on a weekend it's a zoo, but they're catching a lot of keeper walleyes. You know, those 15 to 18 inchers, lots of them, tons of them. Uh, people are catch, c- catching their limits like crazy. Uh, but you got to put up with a bunch of boats. And uh, the Wisconsin River up by Nakusa, they're catching a lot of fish up there. Uh, the Fox River, they're, they're catching them there. Uh, the Fox up by uh, Green Bay, uh, the Pier Green Bay area, like the one caller said. I was just talking to a guy the other day. He says, yeah, I won't go up there because all those boats up by the dam, it's crazy. And I said, you don't have to go up by the... Yeah, there's a lot of fish up there, but you don't have to go up there. I said, I told him about the caller who called and said, oh, he just went off the, uh, uh, the Dairy Queen launch and just went out to the first break line and started catching fish but there's plenty of good spots uh going down river north towards the bay of green bay well you plenty you mentioned the mouth of the east river where it connects yeah there too yeah well, i mean there's fish all up and down that river there's walleye moving up and down that whole darn thing but anyway so walleye fishing is really good right now it's just if, if you want to put up with a lot of other boats on the water the and you know what, the, fishing and another guy i was talking to uh and and and, it, and it's a shame, too, because he said, where, where can I fish from shore for walleyes on these rivers? And I said, man, everybody would be there if there were. I mean, there's gonna, if there are places available, a lot of people are there. I mean, like up at the Fox up by the pier. Yeah, there's places. But like you said, Danny, you're shoulder to shoulder. That's crazy. You know? yeah, yeah. And uh, but if you can find a place, uh, God bless you. <laughs> I'm sure there are some places, but I just don't know where they are.
1: Yeah, and there's still ice fishing going on yeah. on the Bay of uh, Green Bay. Now, I guess the uh, the Coast Guard ice cutter went through from uh, the Menominee River to the uh, to to the Fox River yeah. and went through the channel and broke yeah. that up. So you got to be careful. Ice conditions are variable. I guess several vehicles went in in the Little Sturgeon area. Yeah,
2: you got to Yeah, I wouldn't. I, up there, I wouldn't be going out anywhere.
1: No. no. So I, there's still guys in reports aren't all that hot. You know, you hear whitefish here and there, mm-hmm. maybe perch here and there. Now, perch actually ends on the bay March 15th, and that's also on Lake Michigan too, isn't it, Tom?
2: Yeah, I think so. Isn't it? I and think then so. it's
1: closed till like... June,
2: June something.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Something We're like that. Beginning
2: of June, yeah. Like, Middle of June.
1: So they're closing on the... On the bay you know I used to live on the Swamico River back in the good old days when you could rent a place for 200 bucks and, yeah. I, and a, I and a friend we were roommates lived on the river and uh you could it's right across from that Swamico launch and that's before there even was a Swamico launch and nobody that was just nobody was fishing. But we used to sit in the backyard in spring Uh in March and April and catch perch right in my backyard. (laughs) It was great. I'd catch a mess of perch. Yeah. Listening to the radio. And probably decent sized ones. In a lawn chair. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, decent enough. Mm -hmm. Not, I didn't get any big jumbles. Yeah, not monsters, but but decent. But enough where I could walk in the house and grab a brewski and walk back and sit in a lawn chair, and
2: mm-hmm. there was
1: another old guy who used to sit next. He, he had a little ramshackle cabin, and he'd only come out on weekends to escape his wife and daughter, and he'd just sit there and drink a beer and talk, <laughs> talk stupid and catch perch. Mm-hmm. Little did I know that I'd be dating that stupid daughter two years later. Oh, really? I didn't <laughs> know the daughter was pretty hot until she showed up out there one time yeah. ice fishing in the middle of the winter. Yeah. I thought, who's this girl? i got to walk out onto the river just to say yeah. hello. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's another one I should have married, but nope. Anyway, uh, but the perch was open back then, mm-hmm. but now it's not. If it yeah, closes March fifteenth, yeah. that means all you can't fish in the tributaries right, that right. come into it. So, yeah, and I guess they're trying
2: to protect them spawning. Mm-hmm. And and down at down at our lake front, uh, you know, there there if if there is open water, you can catch fish. Let's put it that way. And, and usually the shipping channel is usually always open underneath the home bridge there. And, uh, yeah, you cannot. Uh, well, I heard, there, I heard some browns. of the first boats. Well, yeah, I heard it's breaking up. I
1: think one end of the channel, I think I read north mm-hmm. end of the channels open or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as you can get out there, um, if you want to try and get some Browns in the Harbor, first time I ever did it was with Steve Milliot years ago. And it's, it's pretty easy. You can go out and just run some planer boards. And, uh, if you got some junior thunder sticks, now you, everybody likes the flicker shads now, but we just mm-hmm. use junior thunder sticks. And I, I think I have like 10, 12 pound mono mm-hmm. let out anywhere from 10 to 50 feet of line, depending on where the fish are running higher or lower mm-hmm. clip the board on. And you, it, when they're on, you can catch a whole bunch of Browns yep. with the occasional, maybe, maybe a steelhead once in yep. a rare while. Mm-hmm. And, um, also we, we, maybe a rare king we caught a king one time that man i fought that thing forever it's only like 12 or 13 pounds but on a light 10 pound line it fought forever it just buried the planer board and it was a great time uh so you can get out there and if you want you can actually take a take a big spinning rod chuck a spoon get a big crocodile or something Mm -hmm. chuck it out as far as you can and just run that Flatline yeah. that and, and we'd yeah. catch
2: some on that way back yeah. behind the boards. And I mean, you can do it from shore too, you know, it, underneath the home bridge. Oh, uh, yeah. Guys will be lined up there, you know, as it, soon as uh, that's all open and everything, they'll be lined up and multiple ways to catch, catch them. Fish. Then you get the
1: guys who like to jig for them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so guys will be jigging for them. And then if you get bored with that, once it's really open, you can go outside the break wall and get into that 35, 40 feet of water. And troll your troll about 30 feet down with either whatever you want to use to get down there, dipsies or downriggers and uh, the big spoons, like the big uh, which watermelon spoon and stuff. And you can get a, Lakers yeah. and big Lakers a lot with of Lakers some mixed now. in browns too, yeah, on the outside. Yeah. So you can do mm-hmm. outside. I've done outside first to get mm-hmm. a couple Lakers, then came inside. What we used to do is try and go if you're with one other guy, you try and get four Lakers, so you got mm-hmm. your. Four, and then normally you'd have one or two browns so maybe you'd have five fish and then you'd go back inside troll up another five browns and you got your 10 fish limit. right right now i don't know they were going to change those regulations on lake trout no or they, they were, did yeah but i heard they didn't go into effect because it wasn't in time for the printing this year
2: oh i think i think they did and Are then they sure? were and then they were backing off on it uh i'm we not look, sure. We'd have to look there. Well, if maybe anybody we'll, knows, 799-1250, yeah.
1: give us a call.
2: Yeah, if we got one of our Lake Michigan experts listening, uh, let us know about uh, the lake trout you know, regulations. We'd appreciate it. But right now, we got to take a break. Coming up next will be the gut report. And then don't forget, after the 645 break, we have the horn schwaggle. So you don't want to miss these two, folks. Stay tuned for more with Danny Bush, me, Tommy, the true Newbauer. We'll be right back on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors.
0: Come here, I'm gonna eat ya. I'm bigger than you, I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly.
2: The gut report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. You know folks, when, when you're having fish or other type of meals, you know, potato pancakes are wonderful. Especially mm. I like making them out of leftover mashed potatoes. Mm. You can do that. But if you just want to make them from scratch pretty basic. Take four medium potatoes, you peel them, you dice them, you cook them, you all right, until they're, you know, well, actually you can put them in your blender or that uh, food processor, I should say. And then you take uh, about a half to one diced, finely chopped onion or green, green onions are nice to use. A quarter cup of flour, three large eggs, and then salt and pepper to taste. Mix that all up, you know, really good. And Then just fry them. Put about a quarter of an inch of oil in the pan and just fry them. But today, I've got leftover potatoes, mashed potatoes, and I'm going to be adding all the extra stuff and making potato pancakes out of them to go with that corned beef that I'll be cooking because what day is today, Jazz? Uh, Today is Mr. St. Patrick's Day. That's right. So I'm going to be using leftover mashed potatoes to go with that stuff, but I'm going to turn them into potato pancakes. Mm. The Gut Report is was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you'll find the best price selection and service at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee, and Main Street and Barstow in Barstow and Waukesha. For weekly specials, go to DiscountLiquorInc.com.
0: Come here, I'm gonna eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. Is Andy
2: line? Who's on the line?
0: I have got Mr. Keith, Keith. the electrician. Hey, Keith. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How you doing? How would you like a little launch report this morning?
1: Give us a launch report. That'd be great. I got two of them, so don't...
0: Excuse me. That should take at least... That'll fill up half an uh, hour. That's good. During the week, I decided to try the rock.
2: Yeah, like you normally do. You're an expert on the rock. Uh,
0: expert i fish it a lot but i went down to that launch at about 7 30 in the morning and it's kind of you can't really see it till you get there at growler right you know, under the twenty sixth bridge yep it was a zoo
2: <laughs> no I kidding i
0: drove truder i managed to weasel my boat and trailer truder and i turned around and came right back home <laughs> you know no pier and uh, you know what happens early in the morning when it—I think uh, I'm not so sure—but one guy, you know, from the boats coming in and out, the water splashes up, and then when it's twenty-some degrees, yeah, it it freezes. Kind of, yep. So, and a lot of guys, I don't think are prepared for that or whatever. But some guys know what they're doing. But anyway, I got the heck out of there and called the wife. I says, "Up, oh, she says, you done already?" I says, "No, I never went in." So. And that was that, you know how it is. Uh, I don't know. I, I heard that farther downriver, you can't fish off the shore because it's uh, slow, you know, flood uh, conditions. Yeah. And the uh, shore access points are kind of underwater, but uh, that that can change from day to day. Uh, and then the next day, I decided to go down to Lake Michigan and try South Shore. Yeah. No piers there either. But the guy that designed that launch, you got a beautiful parking lot. It's all redone, but the boat launch is under two and a half to three foot of sand, like it was last summer. It's a joke.
2: So they got to dredge it again, huh? Uh,
0: well, I don't know if they could dredge it. They nobody cleans up the. It's the ramp area, you know. Once when, when they redesigned it, the sand used to be able to go farther down or spread along the beach. But the way they got it now, it comes right back in a parking lot, and uh, unless you got a four wheel drive. You ain't launching a the boat there, and even then it's kind of iffy because man, it is. That sand goes way up into the launch area ramps, uh, two foot deep. So so
2: you didn't get out then, huh?
0: Uh, I had a nice ride, I, you know, <laughs> around and around. but it, it was. Uh,
2: oh man!
0: It was uh, a little disappointing. Uh, I, I knew the crowds were on the rock, and uh, uh, you, you know it's a shot you take, but uh, this was really the the bad thing is you can't see the launch until you get there. You know, and yeah. as soon as you make that turn, you're there. Yeah, and, <laughs> and can you know if you, your way through here and turn around and get out or else wait in line for how long you want to wait. Yeah,
2: you, know? you could always use the launch in Fort Atkinson, but then you got a, a, a quite a trip downriver then, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it's a little tricky. Well, yeah. but with the high water it's not too bad, yeah. you know, just a little south of Fort it gets kind of shallow and right. you can get hung up. Right. But, uh, maybe up north, uh, by the Kmart launch up there they call it, yeah. you know, upriver it, it yep. might have been fine, but I have very seldom fish I usually fish north of the, between Fort and uh, Growler launch anyway. But, yeah. Uh, so just let the guys know. I'm sure on the weekends it's worse.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, and that was during the week you went at the... Oh, yeah. The, it, ra- yeah, it, it was uh,
0: like uh, went up, um, Monday, one day we drove by it. And lo and behold, at 1 o'clock we had to do some business in Fort. And uh, I drove past the launch over there at about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, it was... Geez, half a dozen boats there, but the the wind was blowing 40 miles an hour and it was really cold. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, that's, of course, weather is going to be uh, yeah, a determining factor. And there, uh, yeah.
0: On Thursday it wasn't quite as bad, you know, but mm-hmm. the launch was just super packed and with no pier, it's, uh, it's rough for the guys, you know. Yeah.
2: Well, hopefully the pier will be getting out soon.
0: <laughs> don't count on it. But anyway, <laughs> okay. I just thought I'd give you a little bit of information. I don't want guys to be disappointed and think, you know, and you got the stamina to – Line. Most of the guys are pretty good. I ain't going to say about that, you know, but uh, you always get one guy and there will be a little anxious or something, yeah.
2: you know. So, all right. Well, thanks for that update.
0: Thanks. Okay, you Okay. have a good day. Take you care, too, Dennis. Keith. Okay,
2: bye now. Yeah, like I said, it gets busy down at the Rock. <laughs> it gets busy. You just, you just called Keith Dennis. Did I call? Oh, well, sorry, Keith. <laughs> I, called <laughs> I called him. I called him what Keith? the
0: hell's going yeah, on out here? No, yeah,
1: whatever. It's okay. He's I'm tired as this long morning. as he knows. Who he is. That's all. Hey, let me ask you, on those rivers, Thomas, uh, is it, um, would it be possible rather than launching a boat, if your guy had a smaller boat, canoe, whatever, is it possible to just do like a little carry on and jump? Is it safe to do that? Or is it too much of a roaring river that you need a powerful motorized vehicle? It I mean the water's moving
2: well, it's not a roaring river, but the water's moving pretty quick. Yeah. I wouldn't want to try to paddle against it. So you couldn't just, you know, I would you and two monkeys with no. the monkeys rowing and you casting? No, I wouldn't. I
1: wonder do if it. you could train a monkey to row. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Probably. If you bring some bananas. But, yeah.
2: But I, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't no I you
1: wouldn't. You got any spear monkeys I can use? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I got three sons. <laughs> I, I called them monkeys in the past. <laughs> hey, we got to go to a break. And then, folks, right now, call 799-1250. Be a contestant for the Hornschwagel. The Hornschwaggle is brought to you by Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanagoe. You will win a $10 gift certificate by uh, not so much answering three, uh, two out of three questions correctly, but you have to either... Think that Danny's giving you a hornschwaggle or no hornschwaggle? And he'll explain that when we come back. Stay tuned for more.
0: three doors and the top of her bikini. I made it through the first door. There
2: was a party going on. What? I asked about the chip what Danny, I hate to jump on you here, but we do j-a-boom, need a contestant j-j-a-boom. for a horn schwaggle. win that $10 gift certificate playing the horn schwaggle. Danny, tell them how you play Seven, the nine, horn 799-1250
1: nine, yes. is Thank the you. number. Now, I'm going to make test your knowledge of Wisconsin's great outdoors. And history by I will make three statements and you will tell me whether it's true or not. Now basically, if it's uh, true, it's no horn schwaggle. Right. Okay. If I'm pulling your leg, you say that's a horn schwaggle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So 799-1250, give us a call, and they can win what do they win? A, a
2: Bucky's. A ten dollar gift certificate to Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanago. And and I'll tell you what, you can get a lot for ten bucks. You know, not only that, but they got the free samples. You know, you can test things out first before you buy stuff. But uh, no, they got a lot of good stuff out there. So Jala- this is
1: jalapeno cheddar.
2: Yeah, or just the bacon cheddar. That's my favorite. Is the bacon cheddar sticks, beef sticks. I like those. The mild, the mild. Yeah, ones. just yeah, just bacon cheddar. I mean, I like a little jalapeno, but sometimes if you get too much, it's <laughs> well, like that habanero stick. That that got a little too hot. But 414-799-1250 is the phone number if you want to be a contestant for the no, Well, We wait for a lucky or unlucky. Cor- no,
1: most, most of the time they're lucky. Yeah. Lucky, 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 Most lucky, of the contestants
2: lucky. win. Lucky corntestant. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy to win. Um, I'm surprised that we haven't had a caller yet because normally they're calling during the break. <laughs> you know? well, we're, probably, are hot. we're
1: probably off the yeah. off
2: off the air again. Yeah. <laughs> That squirrel isn't turning that generator in another building. So next week,
1: we've been talking a lot about fishing reports. And uh, next week, Saturday, after the show, is when I plan on leaving to go up and do some ice pike fishing. Mm -hmm. And up on Lake of the Woods right now, I I talked to a guy who got back from Lake of the Woods last week, and... uh, no, it was Dennis who was in here, and he yeah, had a friend yeah, of his who right. came back last week. They he were still up, driving he, out 45 miles from was Baudette. Yeah, he, he was, was the up. week before. Oh, he I'm was the week before. Yeah, I'm going back to last week. Yeah, and somebody, uh, had, yeah so they're driving out 45 miles yeah. and then staying on an island out yeah. there. So there's going to be plenty of ice. Plenty of ice. Things, things look like it's going to be cold. The only thing I worry about is, is as far as the landing um, because that's when it gets slushy. Mm-hmm. And but you know, a lot of times it's not just the temperature, it's the sun. Yeah, the, you know, if you get a lot of sunny days shining there where it gets slushy, and I'm, I'm looking at the 10 day forecast, looks like a lot of overcast stuff. So I think our four wheel drive vehicles will be just fine for going out there. There was a Facebook report right up there where we're going to be fishing by Zippel Bay. Some dude got a 45.5 inch fish, 26 and a half pounds. Wow, two days ago. Wow, yeah, so the pike are rolling yeah. so um
2: yeah hey you know speaking of I'm that when
1: one one in our group gets one yeah. in that jumbo size yeah.
2: speaking of that i was uh um i got a letter sent to me to sherpers all right one of our listeners sent me a clipping i forgot to bring it in this morning <laughs> and anyway, you know you know how it is you put it in a spot where you know you won't forget it but of course you forgot where you that spot is. Well, anyway, when I you forgot. put something that's valuable I, yeah. in such a good spot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you won't lose it, and then you can't remember. Yeah, it's like for the oh, life shoot. of you, where did, where did I, did I where hide did I, that key? Where did I put that? Well, I'll tell you about it in a sec. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec because yeah. we uh, we got to find ourselves a lucky, as Bushy would say, a lucky lucky wiener. Yeah,
1: a lucky wiener. Not a wiener yet. He's not yeah. a wiener. No, just he's merely yet, a but... contestant Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we've
0: got Mark calling from Franklin. Mark, congrats! You are our hornswoggle hey okay. good morning
1: Mark good morning all right so here we go Tom was talking about the non-exciting big elk hunt which you have a snowball's chance in no you know where to get a tag for uh interestingly enough elk are thriving fairly good up in that clam lake area but they are not originally native to Wisconsin Hornschwagel or no horn they're not na- they are
0: native.
1: So that would be a hornswoggle. Okay. Okay, next one. Oh, Talking yeah. about Native. Uh, Ho-Chunk. Ho-Chunk, well, the Native tribe, was originally called Chunko. After an especially overweight Native American chief, the words were switched back to Ho-Chunk after it was decided it, it was less you know, offensive.
0: Okay, it's hornswoggle. Hornswoggle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Who can forget old Chunko? That, you know that was one fat. That was one fat ass gonna, chief.
0: I'm gonna ask my roommate
1: about that <laughs> yeah. one. My roommate is native. He grew up in Crane, Wisconsin. Grew up on a reservation. Yeah. I'm gonna ask him about. Hey, do you know, do you know, old the, Chunk You know, chunk old chunk ch- hole. Chunk hole? Chunkle. Yeah. The great. Great overweight chief. Well, he was also an excellent yeah. sumo wrestler. Yeah. They, well, you're they actually a winner visited all Japan ready. and took on some of the natives yeah. there, put on a diaper. And you're a winner already? You wrong, by golly.
2: You want the third
1: question mark?
2: Give it to him. Why
0: not? Why, yeah, Why not? Let's, let's test okay. that
1: knowledge. You're already a wiener. What the heck? So, R M E F stands for Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Say again. R M E F is basically an acronym for the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. R Rocky. Yeah, no M Mount Yes, very yeah, good. Very good. All right. Mm-hmm. So we got your information and
2: enjoy Bucky's.
0: Yep. I will. They're very good. I've been there before. It's excellent. All
2: right. All right. Thanks. Have a great thanks, weekend. Thanks, Mark. Bye now. Well, and he's right, because Mark just won a $10 gift, cer- gift certificate okay. of Bucky's Fine Meats and Sausages in McGuanagoe. Easy to find, right off of I-43 and Highway 83. Uh, just Google Bucky's, uh, you know, and you'll find you, out more information. But I think it's Bucky'sMeats.com. You want to go? To McGuanagoe. To McGuanagoe. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Talking about, about just, Pike. Just before. Oh, anyway, yeah, this guy sent this uh, clipping from a newspaper and it was something about Pike somewhere, and I forget what. And I don't. I I, well, now you I got forget. me all interested, and you don't have. I, I don't know. I, it was. It's just clipping. A, it wasn't a clipping was out of a big one of tease, our. Tom. Yeah, not out of one of our newspapers. I mean, out of our our newspaper it was some. Other place. Other state, you mean? It might have been from... Oh, I think it was from uh, Lake Onalaska, by the Mississippi. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine fishes up there. Yeah. I've caught some ice fishing years ago. We caught some really nice pike up there. You know, nice ones.
1: My buddy Jeff Schmelzer goes up there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's got some nice ones over there. You know, I
2: never realized how big Lake Onalaska is. Yes. I mean, the part I was on, I I mean, yeah, it was a good size, but... I did. I didn't think it was. It, it's. I guess Lake Onalaska is something like eight thousand acres. The
1: it's huge. The Mississippi River system, uh, which that's a, a part of, part of, yeah, has some enormous pike.
2: Oh yeah, and there are Thought some
1: secret. Uh, if you ever pick up the book, uh, it's one of the old In Fisherman Library books about uh, uh, pike. The in depth secrets. Uh, they talk about uh, some monster pike that come out of secret spots. Uh, on the Mississippi River, one is a dredged out old, uh, they dredged out a boat harbor uncovering a bunch of cold water springs. Oh, And they okay. talked about how at, years ago they had caught a bunch of 20-pound northerns for display at the Minnesota mm-hmm. State Fair, mm-hmm. I believe, from that harbor. There's also another, and I've never done this, I'll be retired in a couple of years, I'm going to start exploring when I got time. Um, you find where like a trout stream runs into one of those. sure. And you got a cold water source, and if it, if the water's deep enough and it's a big enough section, y- you might have some enormous pike hanging around that cold yeah. source.
2: Because one of the reasons too is because the the suckers, uh, same thing within lakes, you know that have a sucker population, those suckers will migrate to the mouths of those inlets because they're going to go up there and spawn, and they spawn either in right in the inlets or they go up into the creek, you know, creeks there. And, uh, and that's where a lot of guys catch them in their minnow traps and whatever, uh, and other, you know, like chubs and that. And, uh, so the suck, I mean, the pike, they ain't stupid, man. They're waiting right, right in those areas for them. Well, now is
1: actually the time. If you want to get yourself a trophy pike, late ice pike is the best because Mm -hmm. like you're talking, Tom, spawning, they're staging before spawning pretty much by tributaries, marshes or out in flats. Yeah. They're out. And, uh you got these big females. They're full of eggs at that time. They're concentrated. Yep. And if you're going to get a, a Mogambo pike, now is the time. So that's what we're going after on on Zippel Bay. Now, I I, I haven't been back there in many years. Um, my brother, I think, he, my brother pulled in a 21-pound, 43-incher. Um, a couple of guys we used to go with. Dave Doms. You remember Dave yeah, Doms I remember with DNR Dave. and his buddy? Yep. I think it was Randy Ellison. I think, was his name. Uh, Randy, I believe, did catch uh a 45 incher 25 25 pounder um not when we were with them but there's monsters uh we had uh I lost a monster there one time where one guy flag went up guy caught a 42 incher and I turned around and there's my my flag was up and it was up I didn't notice it right away mm-hmm. Tom and it happened to be I tie these quick strike rigs and I had one that was maybe about 13 inches long, but I like to make them like 18 inches because mm-hmm. those mogambo pike, when they suck those baits down, yeah. I mean they they got a big maw. I mean yeah. you don't want it down. And what happened was I, I I ran over and I'm fighting it and it was it had peeled off a ton of line and it made some long runs and it felt like a giant. And mm-hmm. I've caught caught you know I have caught biggest I ever I've got them up to 24 pounds actually. A strike rig. Oh no. And bit me off on the dacron. Oh gosh, wow. Was that a heartbreaker? Uh, another time I was up there with Jerry Worley, it was a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. He and I are the only guys out there sitting in a truck. Drifts are blowing. It's howling. bitter cold. <laughs> and I looked at about two in the afternoon, I looked over. I said, hey, Jer, is is that is your flag up over there?" And he looks, he goes, no, no, it's 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 not down up. Well, at the end of the day, when we went to pick up, mm-hmm. what happened was the flag had tripped, but the snow had drifted so much that it was holding it down. Oh wow. Yeah. So all of a sudden, wow. so we pull up, and sure enough, it had spooled the entire line of whatever 50-pound yeah. Dacron and
2: just snapped it.
1: <laughs> just broke it.
2: Wow. Yeah, so there's some monsters up there. You so. know, one of the lakes around here that for, you know, summertime fishing, and especially when I did it in the fall out there for pike, uh, one of the lakes around here that doesn't get a lot of pressure or a lot of people know, you know, that's good for pike is Big Cedar Lake. Big Cedar is really good. Well, they good, got some big pike out there. A
1: good friend of ours and Steve Milliatt's, Mike Barucki, and uh, passed away cancer uh, about two years ago, I wanna say. It's really sad, but he used to specialize in trolling for Big Pike on Big Cedar. Mm-hmm. He'd use
2: wire line, oh, and yeah? that,
1: was his, that was his thing. Yeah, He'd be out there ones. chasing them, so you're right. And that's, yeah. he was doing that, thinking got- 20 years ago.
2: Yeah, and we what what we would do is we'd be fishing for bass and or pike, either one. Yeah, with big deep diving crankbaits in the fall, right on the deep weed line edges. Well, that'd and, be the way to get them. I yeah. trolling it, with it'd deep. It'd be like trolling, only yeah, casting. deep diving crankbaits. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we you know what we gotta do right now, Danny? I gotta take a whiz. All right, you go do that. I'll go have you a have half a. Smoke. Smoke. You go do that. And jazz. I, I'm gonna go have a half you a smoke. You just and, admire and old of yourself. Jazz is gonna do the sports update. So we'll be right back with more. Stay tuned, folks.